0: From the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I'm Ben Birkenbein. And I'm Joey
1: Lovato. Hey Joey, how are you? I'm doing well. We are in summer. It is summertime, that's You know right. what summer means. I, what, what does it mean? Bad movies are coming out. <laughs>
0: yeah, could be, could be. But you know what else is coming out? What's that? Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2, yes, coming out. Were you a fan of the original Incredibles? The original Incredibles? Oh uh, Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Well, that's funny that I should ask that question because guess what we're talking about today?
1: What are we talking about today, Ben? Pixar. Pixar. Pixar movies. Do you mean Pixar Animation Studios? I think. <laughs> do
0: you? Ever, <clears throat> I don't. Do you ever listen to the Dead Milkman? You ever heard that band? No, I've never. I, uh, I wasn't sure what you were talking about. All right, sorry. Well, anyways, they have this. Uh, they've got this song called and uh, Camaro." <laughs> okay. And uh, the, the whole intro is basically like that. It's like this conversation. There's a baseline, and two guys are talking. It's like, okay. oh, funny you should bring that up because, hey, we have to we have to also talk about something else today. Oh, hey, what are do you doing? Know? And then it's yeah, exactly. It's all that. So you listen to that. It's one of my
1: recommendations. All right, that's your recommendation. Is uh, what's it called? The Dead Milkmen. And the song is Bitch and Camaro. Bitch and Camaro. <laughs> I ran over my neighbor. Oh no! Wait, is that the album?
0: No, that's the lyrics to the song.
1: Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Anyway, Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways,
0: back to the topic at hand. Starting off on a solid tangent, so we're going to talk about Pixar. We thought we would dive in a little bit to, um, you know, some more animation. We talked about some animation, or we talked about The Simpsons in the yeah. past. Yeah. Uh, and now I think we were just like, let's take it into the the, the film realm and let's deal with one of the giants. Uh, of animation, Pixar.
1: Yeah, we'll probably have another episode later about other animated movies, you know, absolutely by Dream, DreamWorks, and I don't think there's any other companies that make animated
0: movies. Well, there's also, we don't have to talk about other, uh, you know, episode ideas right now, but, like, there's a whole realm of anime. Oh. Which could also be a thing. Yeah, too. that's right. Sure. So, anyways, we thought we'd deal with that, especially because Incredibles 2 uh, has recently come out, or yeah. will recently come. Yeah. We'll be out very soon. I
1: think we're recording this the day it releases. No, something like that. It's, it's close. We're real close to the release. Yeah. Um, by the time you hear this, it will have definitely been out. Yes.
0: And uh, interesting note, Incredibles 2 is going to be the 20th studio film from Pixar. Full length. Full length. Yes, we should say that. So that's what that's actually a good point. What we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about the the studio-made, full-length feature films from Pixar. We understand that they have these great short films which in themselves could be an entire episode perhaps
1: i i love i i really like uh pixar short films
0: yeah and in fact they've released um a full dvd of just pixar shorts as well so they have, they have two now oh I'm, there's yeah, so many sure yeah and they keep releasing them as well so like you go to a pixar movie it's actually one of the things one of the hallmarks of a pixar movie is usually you see a short film before the feature film
1: and i, I well. actually i love that i and the, all, their short films are always great. I don't know if there's ever been one where I'm like, no, "That wasn't very good. Right.
0: I, I, I will say the same thing, but I will also say that there are some that are more memorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. But anyway. That's, that's for another episode. That's neither here nor there.
1: Um, so I, I, I think Ben and I have discussed this a little bit, and we, we're trying to get away, I think, from rank ordering things, just because we find that it, it kind of muddles us a bit. Yep. Um, And so we're gonna just kind of go through this chronologically this time, and you know maybe we'll go back to some rank orders. I'll probably tell you my favorite Pixar film at at some point and my least favorite. I bet we're gonna have the same least favorite. I'm just I'm calling that right now. Really? I I'm guessing. I'm
0: I'm doubting it. In fact, I'm actually I'm a little fired up again. Uh So let's just let's just I think as we're going through this list, I might say, uh, hey Joey, I disagree with that.
1: Oh. I I feel like we may actually have some disagreements. Um, I will also go on record saying I have not seen four of the twenty. Well, I guess five of the twenty, if you count, if you count the Incredibles. So I'm, I'm only, I'm not batting that hot actually. I've only seen three fourths of the films. Yikes! I have not seen Toy Story three, which I know. Like people, I, I know that one. I've, I uh, <laughs> you
0: know, what's great about that? You were like basically responding to the reaction of
1: your phrase. You haven't seen Toy a, Story three in a studio. <laughs> I know everyone. Nicely played though. Nicely played. <laughs> I have not seen Cars two. Um, I have not seen the good dinosaur and I have not seen cars three. So those are the, and then I haven't seen Incredibles two yet because it's not out as far as I'm aware right now. Um, so there's, there's five, five that we haven't seen that I haven't seen. How which ones have you not seen?
0: Uh, I don't know (laughs) because you know what? I I mean, especially when it comes to those, like you said, I don't know that I've seen cars two or three. Yeah. I don't remember what happens in each of the Toy Story movies oh I can tell you what happens I mean I think I know what happens in the original I remember you that you don't
1: remember the best character of the Toy Story series Stinky Pete
0: I do remember Stinky Pete, Stinky Pete. yes so you have oh them? he's in which one Toy Story 2 2 okay and then 3 is where he goes to college 3 is where he goes to college and I have, all right, so I've, I've seen, seen all like, of them
1: little, little tidbits of
0: Never mind. I've seen three. all of them okay <laughs> <laughs> except for I don't think I've seen the no I saw I saw one of the uh, Cars sequels as well okay um, anyways, all right. Hey, why do
1: you think people enjoy Pixar so much? I think Pixar does a really, really, really good job at making movies. And I know that that's a really broad statement, but I can, uh, let me narrow it down here for you. I think that they connect with their audience both on a childlike level, but not only do they connect with children, they, they connect with their parents, which I know is what everyone says, but I, I'm going to go further and say they bring parents to the kids level it brings them down yes. and it's not in a negative way i think it makes parents like if if like my parents who grew up as adults with pixar like they never they i grew up with pixar as a kid my parents grew up with it as adults and i think it it still invokes a sense of nostalgia for people that didn't even grow up with pixar in a really interesting way i think it brings older people down to a more to a level where they can have a conversation where they can have an interesting moment of both, you know, laughing and maybe crying, especially in some Pixar movies, um, and just really relating to kids in a really good way. And I, 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 it's—I don't know how they do it, but the adults that make movies at Pixar do a really good job of thinking like children.
0: <laughs> that might be the tagline for the episode so far. Um, <laughs> the adults that
1: make these movies think. But, like but children. I would
0: agree, and as as you were saying that, I was just looking casually down the list, and I was just trying to think of like. You know, is there one overriding theme to Pixar movies? I mean, certainly yes. they're they're oh, all oh, okay. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly right. Um But I do think that there are there are elements of family.
1: Family, yeah, for sure.
0: Uh Which is why, and if
1: it's not if it's not like a direct homage to family, it is. I mean, like you look at Sully and 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 Mike Wazowski, and sort like, like that a, is a family. Fr-
0: yeah, friendship and family, yeah. friends and family, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, which is why, you know, Disney was interested in them and then bought them out yeah. in 2006. Yes. So, all right, well, why don't we go where they started and we'll just kind of, you know, general thoughts on sure. each one of these movies uh, or I w- something.
1: I would like to give a really, really brief background of it, which is just, they started in 79. Yeah. With help from Apple. Yes. Which is really interesting. Then they became part of the George, the Lucasfilms, like kind of the subsidiary of Lucasfilms, I believe in 86. And then in 2006, they got bought by, by by Disney, the Diz, by by the big the big D. <laughs> Yikes! Watch yourself. <laughs> Sorry, Diz. Um, by the Diz. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's just start with the with the first one. You know, Toy Story. Toy Story. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> it's like Toy Story,
0: great. Yeah. What, I, what can you say about Toy Story? I mean. Uh, uh, it ushered in an era of uh, I would say a new era in animation
1: yeah for sure I, I think you know what's cool too is like I I recently saw Toy Story like playing I think at my dentist's office or something mm-hmm. and it was the original because I like remember I, I definitely remember scenes from the original I mean it's probably been yeah. 10 15 years since I saw it but like the toy, story, uh, toy story yeah the, the claw, the claw. Yeah. yeah um but yeah it in the animation holds up for the most part. For the most part, there are moments. Sid does not hold up.
0: Yeah, there's some. There's
1: some that the, the neighbor don't. kid Sid is like not poorly animated, but Actually, like he just he definitely crosses the uncanny valley.
0: Yeah, yeah, and in fact, that's where I think, especially there, like the actual human
1: characters yeah, didn't yeah. necessarily look as good. No. Um, also, like that oh movie is like kind of disturbing. Especially yeah. when they go to Sid's house and they like look at all the mutilated toys and like there's yeah. like there's like the yo-yo with like Barbie legs strapped to it and it's got like <laughs> Yeah. It's like oh my and then like there's the I remember as a kid being terrified of the baby doll with the shaved head, the eye patch, and it's got like crab claws. It sounds like robotic. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh my god, as like a ten year old or like a ten year old. As like a five year old, I was terrified of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely that stuff. And in fact, I was this is again, I, I know we said we wouldn't do this, but uh, when my son was young, I was watching um, the Pixar shorts with him, yeah. and some of those early ones. There's one where like this baby crawls in, and it's the moment when like the animation yeah. of the baby
1: is also really creepy. That is like, that, that's, the, that's the that's the short film that 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 preceded Toy Story. I'm, yeah, I it could. It, oh no no, it's the one that inspired Toy Story. I'm sorry.
0: W- right, that's right. Because then it was yeah, that's right. Because isn't there? It's I all am, about toys. Yeah, and yeah. the
1: baby like sucks on the toys, and it's oh really gosh. It's, creepy. The, the baby looks really creepy. In yeah movie. yeah it does. Um, right. But I mean like. Come on, you got you got Tom Hanks. Yep. You got w- Tim Allen. Tim I Allen? said Woody Allen. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> Woody Allen is not in that movie, no. uh, as far as I know. I don't think he's not is. in. No. No. <laughs> did he play Stinky Pete? <laughs> no, no. But who did play Stinky uh, Pete? It was it was um, I don't Kelsey even. Grammer. Maybe. Anyway, I think it was Kelsey Grammer. Maybe. I'm pretty, All right. I'm pretty sure Stinky Pete was Kelsey Grammer. All right. Um, anyway. Um, I've, the story of this film is great. I think it's kind of something that, like, especially children have always fantasized. And, like, even, again, adults, like, when they were kids, they totally probably remember, like, thinking, like, what if my toys were alive and, like, all of this stuff? And, like, what if yeah. you know, they have a life outside of me? And, like, that's that's the point of a toy, right? Is to kind of imagine, mean, especially as a kid, is to imagine it has a... It is, it's, like, a it's a being outside of, you know, when you're playing with it. Coincidentally,
0: like, what was your... Did you have a toy when you were young that you was, like... The toy that you either... That stuck with you the longest, or you totally beat up because you just carried it around
1: a bunch? Uh, I had a blankie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a oh, what was his name? Max Action Max or something? Not Action Max.
0: Max Steel. Max Steel. <laughs>
1: Max Steel. I don't know who that is, but it sounds, uh, sounds fun. And when I was a kid, I had a Max Steel action figure. Um, I, I wouldn't say like I beat him up. I definitely like just destroyed it. Mm. And it, like pretty pretty shortly after I got it, um, I was definitely like the kid who like would take things apart, so sure. I definitely just <laughs> destroyed Max Steel pretty early on. Interesting, but yeah, that was that was my Mac it was Max Steel. Huh. What about you, um, yeah,
0: gosh, uh, I think there's two there's two that I can remember. Um, number one for myself is that I got really into. Like, and it was one of the early things I collected was like Transformers. Oh, yeah, sure. But the cool thing about the Transformers toys was that there was this line of toys where if you got all these individual Transformers, you could put them together into one giant Transformer.
1: Oh, yeah, Megatron.
0: uh, Well, yeah, but it wasn't Megatron. They were just like different. I I can't even remember, but I just remember trying to collect these. I'm like, oh, I need like the octopus guy, and then you fold back his tentacles. The octopus guy? it's they're crazy
1: why haven't that why isn't that See, been in the movies but, oh, the movies are so bad
0: <laughs> uh whoa I don't know about that
1: that's another episode Transformers wait wait episode. okay wait
0: but let's clarify though because we're talking about animation you're talking about the live action, I'm talking about the live action yeah those movies. are bad. <laughs> So no 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 gripe from me. M- on moving that. on. Moving on. Uh, the other the other toy though was um, with my older cousin. Is they had these like um, just the professional wrestlers at the time. Oh yeah. The yeah, WWF yeah. wrestlers. And so I remember going to his like his house in his basement, like playing, you know, somebody like off the top rope. You know, here comes like Jimmy Superfly snooker off the ro- top <laughs> rope onto Hogan and yeah. that kind of stuff. So anyway.
1: yeah, I-, I think Toy Story. It's a good gr- it's a good movie. It's a gr- I mean the music in that movie. Oh, that's uh, Randy Newman. Yeah, yeah. So you got a friend, oh. right? It's so good. It's uh, that, actually, wow. you know what? I, I may, I may eat my words later when we get to up this close. But I'm, uh, hot take: I think this is the best m- music in Pixar. Is Toy Story? The first Toy Story is the best music. Ooh, wait a second.
0: I don't. I may okay. It seems like a hot take, and what? I'm just I'm gonna take a a, a time out to acknowledge your hot take. <laughs> but I can't think of a counterexample because I just very quickly am looking. No. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> let's see.
1: As we go down, I'll be There's, like, "No, the, the movie's the, the music is great in this one." I would say, as a whole, the music is the best in Toy Story. But we've got a lot to get through, so I think we should probably move on. I was
0: just gonna say, like, let's just you know, as we get why, why, to the next I, I Toy guess, Story. So
1: yeah, Toy Story. The reason I think it's so good is because it, it really did it. it I think it, it it invoked that memory of people playing with toys, which is such a childlike memory, and it connects like people to their toys and it connects adults to their children. Bug's Life. Um maybe one of my favorite Pixar movies.
0: Re- it's it's really good. Now, um did, did you ever see Ants?
1: <laughs> I've seen parts of Ants. I don't think I've ever seen the
0: full movie. Cuz I can't remember which one it is, but one of them has a really subversive message and I'm guessing it's Ants. I think it's probably Ants. Because I you know it's been a long time since I've seen Bug's Life. Um, it's been a long time
1: since I've seen Bug's Life. Yeah. It has the best... Sh- I know we're doing this again, but it has the best short this is before Bug's Life. It's the old man playing chess with himself. Oh, where he just keeps going back yeah. and forth? Be- yeah, by yeah, far the best short yeah, chess game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Bug's Life is great. I think what makes Bug's Life so fun is it kind of takes the idea of Toy Story, but like it puts it in nature and it makes it like not toys <laughs> it makes it like actual like living things
0: yeah which is part of the the kind of broader ecological message of of, of yeah. bugs life yeah. right trying to figure out how bugs are organized what mm-hmm. happens in their lives man hopper
1: scared the crap out of me when i was a kid boom he's so scary <laughs> like he's so menacing but um, yeah. I I mean, uh, who's the who's the caterpillar? Whatever his name was. I don't know. It's been I'm gonna it's look been it so up. long. But uh yeah, the I I think Bugs Life is one of my favorites, just because it. I haven't seen it in a really long time. That is one of the few that it's been like a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. And uh, it just it really holds a like a memory in me of just like a good being a child like being a child and being kind of uh naive and just enjoying things um but what I do remember about it is like it was really cool when they when he like went out on his adventure and like met the bugs that were like living under the porches of someone's house or something
0: oh yeah and yeah. they
1: all like had like human like things built out of like really like like the bar was like the the cups were thimbles <laughs> and stuff like that i love that i love those aesthetics and like how creative like pixar can get in like making this world out of like tiny things, but like out of objects that actually exist.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's no, great. I agree. Uh, all right. Well, Toy Story Two is next. Is yeah. there anything
1: else you want to say about Toy Story Two? Uh, Toy Story Two is good. It's 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 just a it's just a continuation of the story. Uh, Stinky Pete, best character in Pixar. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Okay. I, I will I was say. Gonna...
1: Also, it has a like a moment that always hits me real hard. It like gets me tearing up, which is when um, Jesse. The, the girl oh, yeah. cowboy yep, yep. things about her her like owner leaving her. Oh, it, yeah. That song yeah. is powerful. It always gets me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. What do you have to say? Do you have anything to say about Bug's Life? You mm, just skipped over. No. It? Yeah. I'm just like
0: <laughs> I'm kind of wavering a little bit because I have less to say about these movies. Like they're fine. You know what I mean? They're I, fine. These are these are masterpieces. Yeah, but not if I'm looking down here. I think that others are better. We'll get. Better, to, we'll get. To, you know. Sure. Sure. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, really, what do you,
1: have, do you Have anything to say about Toy Story 2 at all?
0: No, <laughs> I don't, because I don't like I said they're all just kind of mod- mishmashed together. It kind of models for you. And okay. quite frankly, like we're, all the Toy Stories, ha- haven't. Do you think we've said all we needed to say about the toys? <laughs> <laughs> there is a fourth one coming in 2019. That's, that's where I'm going with this. Is like there's a Toy Story 4 coming out. The toys have spoken, everybody. And I don't want to give just, someone else a chance. I don't want to be grumpy just for the sake of being grumpy, but like,
1: <laughs> come on. A little grumpy, Ben. But like a trilogy that's kind of. That's really all we need, though. A little grumpy. I am a little grumpy. Oh, also Zerg is in Toy Story 2, which is awesome. As a kid, the dude with, like, the gun. Really? Yeah, Zerg is sweet. Do you mean,
0: you're, you, like, Zerg, not like the StarCraft II Zerg.
1: No, Zerg is in Buzz Lightyear's father, uh, i.e. Darth Vader. Okay, yes, yes, is And yes. in, in, he's, like, yeah, and he, like, shoots, like, balls at him. And there's, like, a scene where, like, Buzz Lightyear, like, faces off against Zerg, like, in, like... Somewhere, like in like some <laughs> vents in a toy store, and Zerg like starts he's like shoots Buzz Lightyear, and you're like, oh my god! And then it's just like it's just a ball, so it doesn't actually kill him. But like they think that they're Space Rangers, so like that's right, yeah. He's do, like, I oh my god, that. and just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like bouncing off of him. It's adorable. Uh, also, Al's chicken farm is hilarious, which god, is also yeah, in man. Toy Story too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you're showing me up on this episode because oh. I, I got I got
1: nothing on this. All right, that's all right. Alice Chicken Farm. Uh, I I wish I could remember the the commercial for Alice Chicken Farm is super funny. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, let's we can move on though. All right. I, th- I feel like at this point you can probably start giving me some more some more things to work with. Monster Zinc. You got nothing on this one either. Meh. The puce <laughs> folder. The puce folder, Ben. <laughs> you know what's oh, funny that's about puce.
0: that is I used to I used to say uh, puce was my favorite color.
1: Great. I'm when fine. people would ask me, I was like, yeah, puce. I think puce is like a like a pukey pink. Like, it's, it's like yeah, a it's gray pinky. pink. Yeah. Is it gray pink? I don't know. That's that's my or like best pinkish. guess. Pinkish. Yeah, something like what that. What about mauve? Mauve. I don't know what color mauve is. Yikes. I think it's green.
0: Uh, Ish. Um, Monster tank is really good. Monsters, Inc. is nice. So Billy Crystal and uh, John Goodman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that out uh, s- of
1: all of the ones we've talked about, I know I said I love like one of my favorite ones is Bugs Life. I think Monsters, Inc. is my favorite one so far that we've brought up. Monsters, Inc. is really good. I love the, yeah. des- the design of the monsters is awesome. A lot of it is that the like, aesthetics really stick with me a lot, I yeah. find. like I-, I can visualize a lot of the scenes just because of like the cool animatedness of them
0: (laughs) sure yeah absolutely um it's sully right sully's the the big blue guy the big blue guy but then who's the um mike wazowski
1: mike wazowski (laughs) (laughs) the green eyed dude yes exactly that's billy crystal though yeah yeah yeah. um another another nice kind of family aesthetic because well i i know because the 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 kid the girl they bring into the world that's right it's kind of they're adopted. And she gets there, and
0: then they're like a frightened of her. Is that right? They're
1: afraid. Well, yeah, they can't touch humans. Like, like that's the yeah. ironic part of the movie is like they're actually afraid of humans, but they yeah. use human screams to power. That's but right. But then they learn that laughter is actually stronger, and that's, that's what a message. Yeah, what a message. That is a sweet one. Um, that movie has some messed up. There's like a torture scene in that movie. I don't remember where. That. Um, the, the Randall, the like the like lizard gecko guy. The, the villain he like there's mm-hmm. like a scream machine that he makes and he like it just like sucks onto people's faces and like drain, oh, yeah. just drains them of life yeah by like sucking out their screams yeah and he's like it's more efficient but it kills people <laughs> and and then he like does it onto Michael's Wazowski, skin you're like oh no yeah this is dark yeah um yeah well and i I think another thing is like again these Pixar movies have they can uh they they're fun for the whole family, right? It has scenes sure. for kids, but like there are definitely scenes for adults that like are not only funny but like also just kind of intense. But it's interesting
0: because I think I think it's changed a little bit. And you could like go back through some of the Toy Stories or sorry, some of the Pixar movies like the earlier ones and even especially like the earlier inspirations for Toy Story, some of those shorts and the kind of humor has definitely changed. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what you probably could have gotten away with in whatever 1990 late 1990s 95 was Toy Story. Yeah, definitely is not in movie in not in the more recent okay, Pixar yeah. movies. Okay, yeah. sure. You know.
1: Um I still think that there's definitely adult humor. Um especially if we oh. get stuff like I just recently watched Coco, which we'll get to at the end cuz yeah. like, that's the last one. But like Coco has some very adult jokes in it. It does. Um it does. but we'll get we'll get there. Um okay, so you didn't also don't have much to ones think. Yeah. Um Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Sure, I'll talk about Finding Nemo. Give me something about Finding Nemo.
0: Um, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine-ding Nemo. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Like, I, I don't put Finding Nemo at the top of my Pixar list either. There's just a few, really, that stand out to me. As, this like, is interesting.
1: I'd like to get to them. I'll just, good I'll just, movies. I mean, we'll go over Finding Nemo really quick. Ellen uh, DeGeneres. Yes. Cool. As Dory. Yeah? Yep. Uh, we'll also get to Finding Dory, which I think is one of the worst Pixar films. Uh, anyway, we'll get there eventually. Uh. Bruce the Shark is hilarious and yes. great. Yeah. Yeah. I've,
0: I, and you know, certainly uh, I remember being fascinated just with the water like when I was younger. Well, and I think
1: that that's what I was going to say. The one thing that I would like to say about Finding Nemo is that it, it it invokes a sense of scale that I don't think any other Pixar movie comes close to. In ter- because like the ocean is huge and like it does a great job of doing that. And they go through so many varied environments, a lot of which are really dark and scary. And like it shows that the ocean is like a harsh, messed up place mm-hmm. and like we think that like you know like lions taken down uh, uh bison is kind of like savage and it's hard to watch sometimes but like the ocean is so much worse oh my god there's just like floating stomachs digesting things <laughs> <laughs> Flo-
0: floating stomachs digesting things yeah so this, today in uh, marine <laughs> so- <laughs> biology with your get we are host joy levon
1: <laughs> but anyway i think finding, finding nemo does a really good job of evoking a sense of scale Here's the other thing. I'm
0: just... You know what? So I've been floundering through this first half of this discussion. <laughs> oh, but let's let's just put this out there. Butt ups. During this time, I was like late high school and then into college yeah. when these movies were coming out. So like I was into Tarantino, like which we talked about not that
1: long ago. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, like, I was like... I was a kid.
0: So these movies... Yeah. So I think it's like your memories of the movie are very much uh, more vivid, obviously, yeah, than chi- mine. And childlike, too, I think. Well, yeah. Where I, I was like, yeah, you know, they're okay. But, but I just don't have... <laughs> I don't have that same kind of connection with these movies, yeah. which is why maybe like some of the later ones, I just look at this as a whole and I think like, all right, what are the movies out of this list that stick out to me? Sure, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Now, this is not to say that I have any bad feelings about Pixar movies. I don't really have just a hot take or like a strong feeling about one way or the other. Well, here, except for some, which I like.
1: Well, I mean, I'll bring this up now. Is so, yeah, I'm. So you you have a son. I do. How old your son? he's not 12. he's 12. yeah all right and so he so there is like a definitely a gap where like you there's no reason for you to watch Pixar movies really other than to like say you've seen it yeah
0: but that's the other thing like I watched certain of the films coming up on the list like pre your kid well no 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 like a lot with yeah with your son with and it's so like young yeah yeah
1: and I think that's that that's the point too is like I watched these as a kid growing up, and so they stick with me. There are definitely ones that wouldn't stick with you because you were just like a young adult without, like, there's no reason for you to really watch these or for them to, like, stick with you the way they stuck with me. Exactly.
0: They're more to just, like, go watch and, like, kind of...
1: Be like, oh, yeah, I saw it. It'd be part of the conversation. Just, yeah,
0: exactly. Just to see it and be like, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it was great, man. I
1: think, like, when... <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't have children, but, like, I think once you have a kid, I would assume, like, that's when you really start watching Pixar movies again. You watch Pixar movies when you're a child, and then you watch Pixar movies with your child children Sure.
0: Absolutely, that's, that kind of that's when they stick with you. Generational bond. Yeah, exactly. But the conversation that's happening here is odd, because <laughs> it is a
1: little weird. It's a little bit offset. It
0: is because it's like you know, like we just pointed out. Like it, it, there's almost this like, it's like we've hit perfectly the gap. We did. We in, found in what the you've gap. just discussed, like about having, all right. So you're old enough, you got a kid, and then you watch Pixar again. But like my memories were certainly not there for the first, basically fourth of this list. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting. It's, it's a, uh, so a real what, what strong a...
0: start from Ben today.
1: <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I know I've been talking a lot. Maybe you guys want to say about The Incredibles.
0: Uh, the Incredibles I did really like because it was actually the first one that was more kind of comics-ish. Yeah. That right? was, it's a fun movie. It's fun. And, um, you know, so I, I enjoyed The Incredibles. I thought it was... Certainly, I actually think The Incredibles out of this list was the first one that I actually kind of got into. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. know? Okay. Like I watched it m- more than once. Okay. You know? Uh, Where these other ones just kind of like washed over me, and then if I saw it, it was like on in the background somewhere, and you're like, That was a nice memory,
1: yeah, exactly. That was a nice movie,
0: yeah. But like The Incredibles, I was like, Hey, did you see The Incredibles? Yeah, that was pretty fun,
1: yeah, yeah. Where is my super suit?
0: That's right, and um, (laughs) actually, uh, Jason Lee, right, plays uh, who's the the villain? I forget the villain's name, oh, the kid, yeah, the teenager, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, he played the same thing, and Jason Lee of Mall Rats and. Mumford Hey <laughs> Everything
1: comes back To Mumford It's all connected Again Mumford uh, Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan's best film <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Alright So I think we're getting Into a, a, a really strong run Of sure, yeah, yeah Of Pixar movies though
1: Yeah I mean um, Hold on I wanted to look up The uh, Jason Lee was uh, Oh uh, uh, Syndrome Was his name His real name was Buddy Buddy That's right Buddy But his, his villain syndrome. name Was yeah. Syndrome Yeah Um but yeah, I the Incredibles is really fun because that's the first one where it's like smacking you or hitting you over the head with the family, family. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, what's what's interesting about it is that it was like the domestic life of superheroes. This is
1: also the first movie where they had people like as the like, main characters. Is that true? Yeah, we got Toy Story, toys, yes. yeah, no, life, yeah, that's Bugs, true. Toy Story, Bugs Life, Bugs, Toy Story Two, yep. Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, Incredibles, yep. yep. Um, and I think that I think I think that. The Incredibles is a turning point too for Pixar. I,
0: I definitely think so. I mean, it's,
1: it's where the animation kind of yeah came into its own as a modern medium that is more respected. Well,
0: because they can render and they can make like humans. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Humans. Uh, humans that look good like yeah, like you yeah. said like that early toy story stuff that uncanny valley they couldn't get there yeah i just can't right. that's why you do toys right because like toys are like exist within that uncanny valley naturally yeah
0: they, they don't have to be as realistic well yeah exactly a little bit more you know detached from the real thing well, and,
1: like that's why like buzz lightyear is just is just like a face and then like a purple hood is because they couldn't right. animate hair and like that's why woody as i mean like, yeah. they don't have to animate hair because it's like plastic hair right yeah yeah And then, like, The Incredibles was when they first start, like, animating hair and animating, you know, like, facial movements, which are hard to get.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, so Incredibles 2 coming out. um, Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I'm not that enthusiastic about it. Really? Yeah. And I don't say this just because I'm down, but I'm just kind of like, all right, great. I feel the same way about Incredibles 2 as I did about that first
1: part of the list. I was like all right i'll see it probably just to go see it but i'm i don't know I, i've definitely been that way with most of the recent i would say everything past like up is like i'll go see it and then everything past um like monsters university is like i i just have to see it just so i can talk to people about it sure um but uh samuel jackson's in it i'm excited about that that's true uh, yeah. also Incredibles brings up some very adult themes too in terms yeah. of like literal like killing of people, mm-hmm. and also um, the the Mister Incredible, whatever his name is, his real name I don't. Yeah, Mister like yeah. Che- cheating on his wife at the beginning. He does, he's an actual you cheating know, on his wife, but like that's kind of the like implication, right? And then like he's like enticed by the the sexy like the sexy lady that works for the villain. That's right. Yeah, I don't remember it's the names. Very, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. difficult for me to talk about because I don't
0: remember Mr. their names. but yeah. but
1: anyway, yeah. So it's kind of a, it's, that's interesting themes. Um, but yeah, let's move on.
0: Well, and I think, like you said, so this whole kind of like broader m- moral themes mm-hmm. really start to come through in some of the n- upcoming
1: yeah sure movies,
0: right? So the next one is Cars. All right. Next which... movie is Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> you want to skip over Cars? Cars sucks. Here's the thing, though. So my, my son loved Cars All and right. loves Cars. And That's like, fair. Lightning McQueen. So that was one that I just like watched. Oh, over yeah. and I, over.
1: Your, kid, your, your son is like at the perfect age, too. For exactly. Like, and cars is a big deal for kids. Like,
0: exactly. And we had. And um, merchandise machine, too. We, ex- that's exactly it. So we had, you know, he's, he had like all the cars stuff, really loved cars. We had a uh, tent that we'd like set up in the house that was like a Lightning Sweet. McQueen tent. And there was yeah. a Lightning McQueen sleeping bag that he could, so he could like camp out yeah, in yeah. the house.
1: Cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, no, I did that too. I'm sorry. <laughs> but
0: big, yeah, big treat, big treat. That's awesome. Um, this one, though, I will say, the other theme that comes through in cars, which I I actually kind of appreciate, is the fact that like they kind of get at how the road, the roads that were built, the original highway system, yeah, was are built to kind of well, it, it also moved with the land, right? And so driving was not like the most efficient straight line to get there, sure. like the interstate system. But then when they built the interstate system, all those cities and towns that were along that old route a uh, route got uh, left behind. You know, they just started di- gradually disappearing.
1: Interesting. I know? like that, actually. That's nice. Never thought, I never thought about that. And that's the whole
0: thing is, like, you know, this this kind of romantization of, like, taking your time and, like, getting to see other towns and visiting other people. And now we refer to, you know, those areas as, like, flyover country or, like, yeah. drive-by sort of stuff. Um, so I, that's really kind of an interesting thing. And I thought about this a little bit more because uh, I went to did my master's degree at, at Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, which is like a true college town. It's like a 15,000 mm-hmm. people, 15,000 students. So like literally when college <laughs> is in session, the, the population doubles. But um, volunteered at a small movie theater, actually, that was in this okay. historic downtown in Murfreesboro, okay. uh, which is like five miles west of Carbondale. Well, the train line used to go through Murfreesboro. Oh, okay. Right, and they had like a whole... Um, uh, uh, railroad, rail car kind of um, repair plant that was there. And so there was the line from Chicago all the way down to New Orleans. Cool, okay. And it ran through Murfreesboro, Illinois. So it was this kind of like boomtown. There was one point uh, that there were five movie theaters, including one called The Hippodrome. 1,500 people sat in this movie theater. And now, so anyways, I say all that, there was a rubber factory, all this other stuff. Then they moved the railroad five miles east to go through Carbondale and the exact same thing happened in Murfreesboro. bro. It's just like, things started disappearing, you know? Interesting. And so I was part of a, a, you know, like I said, I was volunteering for this old historic theater where we would show classic films like on, on the weekends. And we're trying to raise money to like revitalize the downtown area to get people to come back and get them to come to that downtown area so they could preserve it rather than just have it all disappear. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it connected with me a little bit more, just kind of... Per- that's
1: really nice. I like the way that I connected with you, actually. Um, it obviously didn't connect with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't... I, I,
0: but, you know, race cars.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a bad... I, yeah, <laughs> you know, the vroom vrooms. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad movie. It just... it's, it's. I think it's a weak Pixar movie. Um, it didn't, like... And nothing really grabbed me about it or, like, was like, that you should care about these characters because of this or that. So um i don't know like i'm trying to like remember things about it it doesn't it doesn't really stick with me that much i do remember there was two like i think the dude like the two italian guys that own the shop oh yeah (laughs) yeah exactly a little
0: uh luigi's tire shop yeah that's pretty
1: funny but Uh, I, i don't remember that movie that well i
0: will throw this out there not a bad soundtrack Especially if you like, uh, life kind of life
1: on the highway. Well, you it's know, not going that. My way all night long. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm more so thinking of like the classic doo wop. There's this life could be a dream thing when they go driving. Uh, it's uh, I think it's like uh, I forget the name of the the band or mm. the, the group, but a little doo wop, 50s doo wop music.
1: Okay. Uh, I will right. just, just go back really quick. Uh, yeah. Monst- Monster Inc. has a great soundtrack as well. All right. Yeah. Hot hey, take. That's it. <laughs> um, all right. What's next? Ratatouille is next. How do you like Ratatouille? <sighs> um, I I like I like Ratatouille. I I I remember liking it, but I've only seen it one time. Okay. Um, and it did not stick with me. I think it was right at that age where I was like, Pixar movies aren't cool. Like I can't like Pixar movies anymore because they're not cool. Because I'm a teenager. This
0: one I also enjoyed, and this is also one that Caden, my son, enjoyed uh, quite a bit. So we I would say we watched this movie a lot. Okay. Between like between this Cars and Ratatouille were the top 2 like when he was young.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we watched it a lot and so I've gotten to appreciate it a little bit more. Uh Pat oswald plays Yeah, uh, yeah I do uh, love Pat oswald Yeah. sort of the main rat character.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do remember when when he gets like flushed, I think he gets flushed on the toilet or he ends up in the sewer somehow. Yeah, that's, he just goes uh, down like a drain probably. Yeah. But, like, like, I do love the world that they built, the rat world in the sewer with, like, oh, look, they have, you know, they're using thumbtacks as, as bar stools. Sure, and I, sure. Again, I love that, like, microization of, like, human things, but using human things, but much on a much smaller scale. Well,
0: this actually could be another recurring theme throughout a lot of Pixar movies is the fact that, like, what that essentially gets at is, like, our waste, Like the stuff that that, like we throw away. Although we don't think about. And we don't think about it, but then like look where it ends up. Yeah. The only problem with that is that the movie's portrayed in this cute way. Like, don't worry, the rats are using your thrown away.
1: (laughs) Not true.
0: Which is not true. Exactly right. It's like, no, that stuff's actually going to the water supply and the sewers, et cetera, et cetera. But that also becomes sort of this other recurring theme throughout some Pixar movies.
1: Um, I do like Ratatouille because one of my best friends looks like the main character. Linguini, Linguini. <laughs> yeah one of my best friends is literally Linguini, and so uh shout oh, out you, you know who i'm talking about if you're listening <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll, just leave, I'll just leave it at that
0: uh, one of our listeners out there is like how dare you don't say my name don't, <laughs> don't say, say who i am
1: those uh, of you listening yeah who know Linguini, you know who i'm talking so,
0: about <laughs> so anyways we can say that the the um uh the general plot of ratatouille is that basically um this rat comes into a restaurant, yeah, right, yeah. and becomes—he's this gourmet. He's, he appreciates fine cheese and food. Yeah, or his like cousins cooking. eat
1: like literal garbage. Exactly.
0: So they're just foraging through uh, garbage, but like uh, Remy Garbo, I Remy. as I like to call it. Do you really like to call it Garbo? Uh, I do call it Garbo. Do you it, often I, refer to it as Garbo?
1: I say the word Garbo more There was something than I would else like you said, it, and man. I'm like,
0: oh, I know what it is. You know what it is? It's like, we'll be texting sometimes. I'm like, hey, oh, okay, can you record today or whatever? And it's like, all right, yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. And your, your sign off line is Coolio. Coolio? How like how long have you been doing that? I don't know. You should probably stop. Do you, do, you, do you listen to Coolio? Where did you pick that up? I just, is Coolio a band? Coolio's an artist. You don't know Coolio? I didn't know that. Oh man! I just All used right. A so it's like that's a, that's a, this Coolio. is a random tangent, but that's that's I just thought about that. I'm like, I, I also use I. I used to use A-I-G-H-T. I. <laughs> I used to use IT. I don't do it anymore. Uh, but yeah, Coolio. Uh, okay. So anyways, <laughs> Remy in the restaurant. Then becomes this master chef, so and they're I, trying to trying to uh, not be noticed by yeah. this. Yeah.
1: I think this is where it loses me a little bit is because it's like I know it's like it's a, and it's like it's silly because it's like all Pixar movies are beyond belief, obviously. But like this are one, they? like
0: <laughs> are they all beyond belief?
1: Except, We're coming up on some that might for, not be uh, so far off. Except for uh, Finding Nemo is the only believable one. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> but um, the like pulling on his hair to control him, I thought was kind of dumb.
0: Yeah, that's like how is they going to do it?
1: I thought that was kind of just uh, – I, 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 again, I was at that age, but I remember I thought that was stupid. Yeah. And don't they also, like, make food that's alive? Am I making that up in my head? I don't – I don't remember. That might be, like, a short spinoff film or something. But, like, there's, like – I remember at one point – maybe like, dreamed of this or something. I have no idea. It's, someone on the Facebooks or the emails or the comments section, tell me if I'm wrong. But, like, don't they, like, make, like, a food man and he, like, comes alive and he's, like, made of food? This sounds like so like fever. He's thinking of
0: like uh, the Gingerbread Man and Shrek. It's
1: just, like no, <laughs> I'm not because like I remember like the dude's like mouth was like a sandwich so. and like his like ears were like. Che- che- I don't know. All right, no, anyway, okay. yeah, we're, we're done. We're, I we're have done. no idea. Moving uh, yeah. on, moving Wally. on. Wally, good movie.
0: Maybe the best Pixar movie. That's not true. It might be the best Pixar movie. That's not a tank. take. Wally, I think, is also, a departure. To some degree, mm-hmm. but Boys. I think it stands. It stands out exactly. Oh, it's sad. Wally is an incredibly kind of subversive, criti- critical movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. For sure. For sure.
0: It's like, and again, talking about just like we said. Oh, it's kind of cute the way they portray waste. It's like no, literally, that's who Wally is. Yeah. He's been left behind to pick up all of the waste because Earth is no longer inhabitable.
1: Yeah, no, I lo- I really it's, like the message like, of Wally. I think Wally's a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but I the best Pixar movie. Oh man, I, I, feel I don't like know. That's just I, that's a lot. I just feel like it says, it just it
0: has a really powerful message. Mm-hmm. You know, which is it just stuck with me. It stands out in the Pixar. Interesting.
1: I have another movie that sticks with me a lot for a very in- because it has a very interesting message that I don't think follows the rest of this list, but we'll get there eventually. But yeah, Wally. Um, I, I do. I, I really appreciate how well they portray emotion in something that doesn't talk, like in a robot. And that's the other thing, right? Like, there's really no dialogue,
0: right? Mm, there's dialogue between the people. Yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. But like All the, the first part of people. the movie is like. But that's what I mean. Then it's like this vision of like what humans have become. Yeah. Right. They don't want to do anything, so they just lay around. They just eat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They have to be like carried <laughs> As around. As you burp. Sorry. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> the cookie. It there strikes the back. The cookie. Yeah. The cookie strikes ben back. Ate a cookie
1: earlier. I did. It was no good. <laughs> Actually, oh, it was great. It was a great was cookie. Was it not a cookie? Cookie. Great ben? cookie. Ben was talking about how good cookies were really yeah.
0: too. For access to that hot content, yeah, you can l- subscribe on Patreon. Yeah,
1: just donate on Patreon. You can listen to Ben talk. Ben and I talk about cookies. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> I
0: think Wally is a subversive movie. It stands out. It's 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 um, just a different Pixar movie.
1: I think Wally again is another turning point for animation. With uh, I, I know we only have... we have, so like I think like. The categories go like Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo. And that's a category of animation. And I think the, ne- the next category is The Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille. And that's like that's one. And then it's WALL-E, Up, and I have not seen Toy Story 3 or Cars 2. But um, WALL-E and Up, I think, also stand in like their own category of like the next step in animation. Because WALL-E really mm. took it up. Uh, and Wally does do a good sense of scale. I still don't think it does yeah. it as good as, as Finding Nemo. But I think I mean it has a grander scale for sure because it's space and like just vastities of garbage, yeah. or as I like to say, garbo. Uh, <laughs> Coolio. <laughs> but um, but I, I think Finding Nemo is a little bit better. But right. um, yeah, Wally does have does do a really good job with a lot of interesting things. I also like that they like have all the robots, like there's like all those fun robots that just like sweep up after people and stuff. Yeah, but.
0: Yeah. I just like the robots. I think it's just a bleak future. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like the road. Oh, wow. Like, like, that's I mean, that's like a real I think, <laughs> I think that Wally, Wally is the road of Pixar movies.
1: <laughs> okay. Right?
0: I mean, everything's been the left road behind. is like the saddest movie, dude. But, but Wally is sad. It's sad, right? Wally is sad. Is and here's the, the thing road? though. sad. Do you think people feel sad for Wally in this movie? I did. I remember I felt really bad. I, I like I, I feel bad about humanity after this movie.
1: Maybe I was like not like developed enough to like think about it, but I was like I felt bad about Wall like Wally was what made me. And I think super you're sad. I think
0: you're supposed to. I think that's the sort of dominant reading you're supposed to take out of Wally, but there's this other subversive message which yeah, yeah. is like, this isn't the way the future has to be. Sure, yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Um and so you have all these cute robots, which is fine, but anyways.
1: Yeah, okay, anyway, Wally. Good movie. I like Wally. Uh, up. up there, yeah. If you don't cry in the first five minutes of Up, it's longer than that, isn't it? At isn't 10 it like minutes, f- ten I or fifteen know. or so? You're yeah, dead inside.
0: It was. That's. That, I mean, I would say out of all the Pixar movies, that opening sequence in Up is
1: the most heart-wrenching. Bring, bring the house down uh, before it goes. Up. I disagree. I think it's the second most. We'll get to the first most later. All right. But yeah. Um, up, yeah, Up is a good movie. Um, I think that Up is good, but it kind of gets a little bit convoluted because it's kind of a convoluted movie. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's a fun movie. Oh, for it's sure. fun. I, it's, I think it's, it's a bla- It's just like this goofy adventure, but like it yes. gets a little bit weird. Where like there's like dogs, and then there's like this airship, and then there's this bird, and then there's the the grandpa and the boy scout. It's like there's two. I feel like there's just too much going on for it to like nope. come together. Nope, I'm still with you. I think it comes together, but I don't think it comes together as well as some of the other movies because there's too much going on.
0: I think a lot of people would disagree with that. Okay. I think people would rank They're up, wrong, but I think people would rank <laughs> up as one of the better Pixar movies.
1: I would yeah, I would say that too. I think I think a lot of people think Up is probably the best Pixar movie. I think a lot of people do think that. Um, Up's um, a fun movie. The other thing it's I'll probably say the most fun. The other movie.
0: thing that I'll say, which I just it just it just made me laugh probably more than anything else in any other Pixar movie was the dog being able to talk. Oh, you mean dog?
1: Like squirrel. Squirrel.
0: <laughs> then he comes back. I don't know. That got me. I was a, do- I was a dog person. I'm st- a- I still am a dog you're person. You're still a dog person?
1: I'm a dog person. Yeah. I've never met your dog. You haven't met my dog? I have not met Maya yet, no. All right, well... We'll fix that eventually. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Up, yeah, I think Up is good. Um, I don't have a lot to say about it because, I, yeah, I do think it just doesn't come together as well as the other ones, I don't think. Um, but it, oh, is it start off so good? And it ends good, too. It just... Are you saying... I'm just thinking
0: back to something you've said in previous episodes. Are you saying that you don't like Up? You're saying Up didn't come together. Is it because of the lack of relationships between the
1: characters? No, because it has a really strong relationship between characters. But just like two. Yeah, yeah. But I think that it's not necessarily that. It's just that there's too many story elements going on. Okay. Because, like, right. right. It's not like... Like, with The Incredibles, you have the bad guy, and he's, like, trying to tear apart the family because he wants to take revenge on Mr. Incredible. Like, that's it, right? So, like, you have, like, the two struggles of both the family and the bad guy. But an Up, you have the struggle of the two, like, the Boy Scout and and the Grandpa trying to create a relationship. Yep. You also have them then trying to hold on to a rare bird yep which then what's the bird's name george or george, something yeah I think george, george. <laughs> then you have them dealing with the dumb dog yep then you have them being hunted by the bad guys dogs then you have the bad guy who wants to take like who wants to take the bird Again, a very e- ecological message. Yep. And then you have, like, the coming together of, like, all of these elements at the end to kind of wrap up the story. It's just a bit much. Sure. There's, like, there's a lot of struggle, but there's so much struggle in so many different areas that it, I don't think it, it fleshes it out in one area well enough. All right. They are Fine. all connected, but that's my—that's that's that's what I mean by I, it doesn't come together as well as the other ones. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's a great movie. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Toy Story three, I have not seen.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb
1: here. Okay.
0: And say that this marks a turning point for me in Pixar. Toy Story three. No. Or up. Up. Okay. Up may have been. Hold on. Uh oh. Wait for it. He's reading the list. I'm just saying that like Up was was the pinnacle for a while, and I think also that's but why you just it stands out.
1: You told me that Wally is your favorite.
0: But, but that's what I'm saying. Like historically, if we're going chronologically, oh, okay, okay, like okay. once they after up, there's a weak run coming up. Oh oh
1: oh oh yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, and I don't know that we need to spend too much time. One of them you haven't even seen. So, but oh, Toy, I, no, Toy, two, Toy Story I, three.
1: I, okay, I've heard Toy Story three is really really good. Everyone that's seen it loves it, and everyone says they cry like a baby in this movie. I just haven't seen it, and I don't know why. No, I, I have no, seen. There's this. no reason.
0: I have seen this. It uh, again. I'm not trying to say it's a bad movie. But, like, it just doesn't stick out. It's like, okay, it's a a Toy Story movie. Okay. And it's the third one. (laughs) He goes to college. He gets older. He leaves his toys behind. I get it. I
1: was there. I am there. You know what I mean? You kind of look like Andy a little bit. Thanks? I don't remember what Andy looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I haven't seen it. So, I have also not seen Cars 2. I I have no really desire to see Cars 2. I feel like I saw Cars 2, but... It's just
0: so less memorable. Maybe just because I haven't seen it like mm-hmm. 20 times like I did the first cars with Caden. Sure. With okay, so we can skip those two. Yeah. Brave? Brave. Also, uh good but doesn't stand out to me. I would agree. I think it's a little forgettable. Yeah, and um
1: I, although music in this movie great again? Great. Oh, uh, really I really good. love the Celtic themes. The Celtic just, themes. Oh, I actually have the whole Brave soundtrack and like I listen to it like regularly. <laughs> Celtic uh artwork,
0: Celtic yeah, sort of yeah. aesthetic which mm-hmm. is really
1: nice as well. I do um, like what they did with that. But you know what? I think I, I believe the movie How to Train Your Dragon came out around this time too and I wonder if it was kind of a Pixar's cash-in on that or I wonder if they came first. I'm not I don't know. But the other thing, though,
0: that I'll say is that I do believe that Brave got a lot of um, praise for featuring a female lead character, sure, yeah, yeah. right? Who was not like a princess.
1: You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she and she she subverted Which, the princess like it, exactly. idea, right? and right. she was like strong, and she was the warrior. And her that, fam- that, the point the right? point was like you're supposed to be a princess, and she was like, no, I'm gonna go hunt. Exactly exactly and so, for that
0: reason cool. i do think that it i mean that certainly stands out um
1: if i remember right i remember reading an article about brave and how difficult it was to animate her hair merida is her name um i would imagine because because it's super curly and big yeah. and red and like just like how intense it was right um right so yeah um I, I don't really have a lot to say about brave i'm not gonna lie um but it's fine mm-hmm. i would say it's 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 probably one of the more forgettable ones though
0: here's one of, uh here's uh, I here's another um caveat for brave mm-hmm. uh I saw brave in Brazil in okay. in Portuguese oh and so I got it got
1: basically it. um but you maybe missed some nuance probably missed some nuance yeah um yeah I'll just say that I wonder what an Irish accent sounds like spoken in portuguese well and now i'm trying to remember if it was, <laughs> i don't
0: know that it was dubbed i'm trying to remember Not if it was Irish, dubbed sorry, in portuguese or if it was just uh subtitled in portuguese Oh, okay and i okay. i honestly can't remember that's all right
1: Doesn't um matter. okay anyway monsters university uh i think this has the best message in all of pixar i i you know what
0: i don't know if i saw monsters university <laughs> now because i can't remember anything about it okay
1: um i saw it when i was a junior in high school mm-hmm. a ju- maybe going into my senior year in high school like junior senior in high school probably probably like the summer between
0: so did you apply to monsters university <laughs> yeah obviously did i'm you here wanna, did you want to go
1: <laughs> to monsters <laughs> well university? no i think i think maybe one of the reasons it sticks with me a little bit is just because like the next year i was applying to college and so it was, that was really that's kind of
0: what i'm wondering is like it's i say for me. it jokingly but you know you're you're at the that time when you're
1: thinking about yeah college, college you know yeah. Um, so, what was the message about college? What, I mean, it's not really about college, but the message is that sometimes you want to do something and you're, it doesn't happen, doesn't work out, and I like that. I because uh, Mike okay. was the whole the whole thing in Monsters University is Mike Wazowski wants to be a scarer. He wants to be Sully. Oh, yeah, he wants to be yeah, the yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. He wants yeah. to go in and scare people, but he's not good at it. And like the whole movie, that's what he's trying to do. And like he joins like the nerdy frat and all this stuff um like at the i think it's a math rat or something but um which i just love but um yeah he doesn't he at the end of the movie he doesn't he can't do it he's not good enough and that's but and he's he's okay with it and he kind of comes to the realization that like maybe the dreams that you want to have aren't necessarily attainable and i i really appreciate that really i think it's like you have to be realistic sometimes and like I, I totally like am behind the like you know go for your dreams and try to achieve them and everything but I think that it's nice it's not it's 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 totally unexpected from a uh, Pixar movie tackling
0: a, a difficult subject perhaps
1: you know yeah. kind of uh, you know f- not necessarily
0: fighting back if unless you want to, that's kind of strong language for that but fighting back against those you know that that pervasive message mm-hmm. and then well more even more so that like if you don't succeed yeah then you're a failure. Yeah, no. Which is not, not right, true. That's more the message is that if you do try, at least you tried. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. And yeah. I, I really like that. Um, I, th- I thought it was a really nice message. Um, yeah, Monsters fun. University is fun. I, I wouldn't say it's one of the best Pixar movies, but I really enjoyed the message. Okay. Um, but other than that, I think it's probably another kind of weaker, forgettable one. All right. Um, other than the monsters are, again, just super fun to look at and well animated. Sure, sure. Uh, Inside Out. Inside Out. I got a hot take here. Give it to me. I don't think it's as good as people give it credit for. People love this movie. People lose their minds over this movie. I think it's okay. But So, a
0: couple different ways to approach this. Do you think, when you say people lose their mind, which is (laughs) a bit strange for Inside Out, yeah. are you saying that people just like it because it's such a good movie or because of the message I think and how educational it could be
1: or is? Both. I think people like it because of the message, but I also think people just like it as a movie. I think people are like, "Oh, it just it's so good and like it's so like relatable." And like maybe there are points where it's relatable, but I think a lot of the movie is not actually that relatable. And like for most people, I would not think it's relatable. And I'm I, I'm I know I'm speaking very broadly here and like to a lot of people who probably disagree with me, but Oh, excuse me, the cookie's fighting back on me now. Yikes! <laughs> but um, hear me out on this. I think like the I think the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie are really strong. I think in the middle it gets really muddled and really slow. Um, I think that like them going through Dream World and like looking th- or not Dream World, going through her mind, you know, and they're like looking through the memories, memories. and they're yeah. all those like in those balls. Um, I, I think it gets really slow. There are definitely some funny funny scenes in the movie. I, I think the girl has a crush on some dude named like Chad or something. Or like Brent, Something. yeah. Sure. Um, and and like I really enjoy the scene where they like she they keep imagining more Brents to like get them across like a ravine.
0: Oh yeah. But like
1: I don't know, I thought like the way they like showed the mind is like this kind of like it's like like the like the hero's journey maybe or or like it's like it felt, it felt like Dora the Explorer, right? Like they had to go through like three things and then like they get to the end. Like they just had to like get to the end of this thing and like it was hard to get through to go on this journey. And I'm like that. I don't necessarily agree with that in terms of, like, the mind. And I understand, like, the wh- reason they did it is because, like, it's showing the turmoil that you have to go through to, like, kind of reach, like, self-actualization, not self-actualization, but kind of to understand yourself better, you have to go through, like, kind of a difficult journey. And, like, I think that that metaphor is well realized in this movie. But I don't necessarily think that it was entertaining <laughs> to watch. I know that was a lot. No, that's that's
0: <laughs> that's okay. Um, I would say that, you know, you might also think of this movie as like an hour and a half or however long it is explainer, like explainer. on how how the brain works. Sure. Yeah. You know and I mean? think
1: it does a good job of doing that in some in some portions. In and uh,
0: so I, I do think that it was it was quite good because it's it's not only I mean, think about it. I just feel like it's a it's a rich text in some way because it unpacks or it's trying to pack in a lot of information, like you said, but I think it does so effectively.
1: I see. I think it doesn't do it effectively.
0: I think it breaks it down into a way that's understandable for people. And that if you watch the movie, you might, have it, you might be a little bit more conscious of the fact of like, oh, this is like that moment when they're, you know, my memory is associated with an emotion, you know, which mm-hmm. then has an effect on that memory, right? And how sure, I yeah. memorize it. Um, and it's, you know, so in that regard, I think it's,
1: it's, it's done very well you know i think it's definitely educational and i think it's a really interesting way of looking at the way like the mind like oh mm-hmm. i think it's like every memory this girl has like plops out as a marble and then one of the emotions grabs it and like changes it to that color like right, right. she has like a like she slips on a banana or something and like falls in front of someone that she likes then sadness no. is going to like grab it and like right. turn it blue and then she remembers that memory is sad or like you know she gets really mad mm-hmm. at her dad for like not letting her you know go out at night and so the red guy grabs it and like makes it red and that's like an angry memory i think that's a really interesting way of looking at it i think it's a really good way of looking at it um i don't have a problem with that but i i have a problem with them like the 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 pacing of the movie and the actual like story of the movie is not engaging enough for me until the very end and then the very beginning i also think that like mr nubbles or whatever it's not mr nubbles but the imaginary friend guy yeah, I can't remember the name.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I He's I, I didn't like him that much. He was kind of he was like the Jar Jar Binks of Pixar movies to me. Okay. Hot tank. <laughs> I mean, but, but like the subject
0: of the movie is the girl.
1: Yeah, and I think that the subject is good. And, and then
0: I- she's going through life, but then like what we're seeing is inside of her head. I'm explaining this like, this this is like some mind-blowing. Like, oh man, there's so many layers. It's so mind-blowing. That's not what I'm trying to say, but like, it's very difficult, right? Because quite frankly, the... All the action takes place within an enclosed space, but yeah. they do a good job of saying how complex it is and how things work mm-hmm. their way from from short-term memory to long-term memory and affect who you're going to be later. Sure, sure. Setting and I, up those schemas like in your mind.
1: I think that's an interesting look. I just didn't think it was – I think it, it wasn't done in a way that, like, grabbed me as much as the other ones.
0: All right. Fair enough. Uh, good Dinosaur didn't see it <laughs> i saw it it was very um a kind of a return to the childish sort of it right. it's, i
1: heard that this was like animated like beautifully i heard it was oh just, it, like, it
0: looked no no it looks really great i
1: heard it looked really good
0: looks really good it's very well done but it's like no dialogue ag- again either, right? again by way of story that right because it's a, it's a dinosaur and it's a caveman yeah it's like grunting and yeah, <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> you know just um all that and it was fine. It was a light-hearted and fun movie, although you know, kind of heavy. Because, but anyways, it, it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Moving um, on. Yeah, Finding sure. Dory. Not very good. All right. I'm I'm okay with that. But um, I think.
1: And the reason it's not very good is Finding Nemo is great because of the sense of scale and the, all these interesting ocean environments. You gotta find Dory. You end up to a freaking zoo or a freaking aquarium. Like it's so the limiting. Yeah. Also, the ending of that movie is stupid. That I can't. It's the octopus drives a bus. Oh, but that's kind of fun. It's dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb. It's not. It doesn't feel like Pixar at all. It feels like a cheap DreamWorks movie. It's just silly Yikes. and stupid. And Yikes. I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I I find Dory was pretty weak. Uh,
0: okay. I mean, you're not gonna get a lot of blowback, but I'll say <laughs> I'll say that. Um, I feel like we've had a lot of puns. But there was also there, there was also a um similar thing right about raising awareness for kind of like sure, um, I,
1: I th- yeah like fish. Y- y-
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i was going more for not fish <laughs> i'm not going for fish i'm saying more about like memory loss like short-term uh, memory loss no, you know, know what i mean? know, I know where and you're, going you're like oh fish i know where yes. you're
1: going with that. saying hashtag save the fish all right oh yeah fish um it does it does do a good job with that but i, I don't know i thought that was pretty weak um right. okay sure uh finding dory uh um, cars three didn't see it i don't, don't care. know yeah uh, coco great coco's good really good uh most emotional moment in a Pixar movie is Coco. I know I told you to come moment? back to it. The ending, the very last part of that movie, yeah, I was good. on a plane sobbing like yeah. a baby. I think I brought that's this up before, good. but like, yeah, the ending of Coco got me. I was not, because the ending of Coco is kind of a two part ending. Yeah. Um, And like, I was like, it was like coming up to like kind of like the end of the movie and it was en- wrapping up and i'm like oh i didn't cry like i'm i'm like oh really people were like really sad about this I'm like i could see like it's kind of emotional but it doesn't really oh god i'm i'm sobbing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and it's- here it comes oh my heart <laughs> um uh, i really liked it uh, i think it did a really good job of um of exemplifying like uh like latin culture like mexican culture but like also yeah. i think like broader more in a more broad sense like latin culture um you know just growing like the machunkla the, the grandma's slipper oh, that she yeah, throws yeah. at people yeah, yeah. I, I love yeah. that like yeah that's really funny yeah. and kind of evoke i think for people i think what's interesting too is like i kind of grew up m- like pretty white but i'm half i'm half latino mm-hmm. like i am i'm and, and like there are like Parts of my past that are like, I think I grew up a little bit like that. But for the most part, like, I would say I grew up in a very, like, <laughs> Anglo world.
0: Did you ever, were you ever, because here, and to your point, um, did you ever celebrate or did you, were you made aware of Dia de, de los Muertos? No. Okay. Because I that, was
1: made aware, I, I was made aware of it. I was definitely made okay. aware of it, but I didn't we didn't we, didn't, we didn't, we don't celebrate it. It's not something okay. that we actively celebrate. And uh, I guess that's where I'm well, kind of. And, and also, like, Part of my Latin is does not come from Mexico. It comes from El Salvador, where they don't uh, celebrate okay. it. All so right. that's also part of it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah.
0: Y- yeah. So I guess what I was going to say is, like, because there's the thing, and I would agree with you. I grew up from <laughs> suburban Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, you're, so. You're, you're, uh, pre- you're a
1: pretty white guy.
0: Right. Yeah. I was, like, literally born on a farm. <laughs> so, um, you know, we didn't have, or I'll just say this. Like, all of the cultural references we have to, like, ghosts mm-hmm. or the dead. Yeah is is something to be feared, yeah, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and I think that um Coco did a really good job of explaining uh you know at least how in Mexican culture that it they're not to be feared, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a connection with your past yeah and, i think
1: i th- I think in some ways, yeah, yeah, for sure,
0: and so I think you know insofar as it was a way to kind of communicate a different set of cultural beliefs mm-hmm. to suburban white audiences right and that's what i
1: was going to say is i think it does a really good job of connecting to people that don't necessarily have that background there are parts that like i think like people that only grow up like in like a latino background would have but i think there are definitely references that like everyone would get no matter what sure and i think it's a really it does a really really good job of like not only bringing together like the families but also bringing together two cultures and i think they did a really really good job of doing that um also the twist like a, a decent twist yeah, like the like the dad the, the, was not like was or not the dad, but like the the, the musician, was the like, guy, yeah, yeah. like not actually For, a good guy.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, the other thing I was gonna say, also is good music, great, really good music yeah. in this one, really good music. absolutely, yeah. Um, gosh, oh. the only thing
1: I thought was kind of dumb was like they had like the spirit animals and like that's like, yeah, that's like a thing, but I, 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 I don't know. It didn't really grab me the spirit animals were like a bit of a jump.
0: Okay. Gosh, First, I, had, I had one other take Sorry, on Coco, I but I lost it. No, it's like I'm, I'm going straight up uh, inside out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, or Dory. I don't know.
1: Dory, yeah, not a very
0: good one. Dory. Anyways, Dory. well, <laughs> I don't know. Any, any closing words on um on Pixar? So after
1: talking about all of them and thinking about it, I know I didn't talk about it that much, but I think Monsters, Inc. is my favorite Pixar movie. <laughs> I know, like, there's no... I, I, I think the reason is just because it holds a really fun spot in my heart. Mine's going to be either...
0: Here's the thing. Uh, well, it's uh, that Wally up run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both really good. Yeah, um, But I don't know. Yeah, just
1: there's a there's a couple that really stand out. I think me. it's again because how old I was. Monsters Inc. was like that was the first DVD we got. If that's any indication of what time it came out, we got a DVD player and the first DVD we got was Monsters Inc. Yeah, which was like that what, actually 2005,
0: 2003, might even. Inc., right? Yeah, Monsters, Inc. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it was around 2003.
1: Sure, okay. Let's see. You want to look it up real quick? 2001. 2001. Wow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah.
0: All right, well, let's take a time out for Emerging Culture, and we will be right back. All right.
1: are back and you might hear a a, a vacuum in the background
0: (laughs) we've now entered into residual cultures after hours programming
1: yeah we are recording late we normally don't record this late
0: recording late and the cleaning crew has come to vacuum up the school so thank you all that you do we really do
1: appreciate you um but so yeah if you hear a vacuum the unsung heroes (laughs) of any
0: institution
1: uh speaking of heroes
0: hey speaking of heroes incredibles 2 it looks good It looks okay. Here's what they're going for. They're going for the whole um, uh, kind of uh, reversal of the traditional roles. Yeah, mom's got to go to work. Mom's got to go to work, and dad's got to stay home and watch the kids. Here's the danger. And everyone's got powers. And everyone's got powers, yes. (laughs) Um, Here's uh, the—I don't want to go off on a big tangent here, but I think that there's some danger in the movie— (laughs) um, in
1: <laughs> there in, will probably be danger in, in the movie. doing it's this. about superheroes. But
0: I'm talking more <laughs> about the kind of the the underlying message because it seems like some of the the comedy is aimed at like,
1: oh, dad's got to take da- care of the yeah, kids. Yeah, and, and, and look da- at him not and, being able to take care of the kids,
0: and dad not being happy about it, like grumpy oh, about yeah, the way yeah. that the world works. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that there's there's some there's some room for potential awkwardness in the comedy.
1: Yeah, I could see that. It didn't. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think the trailer like was like, I gotta go see this. I mean, I probably see that's what I mean. Will. Like, I, I don't
0: know. I guess I'm just less enthusiastic about this sequel. Um,
1: Here's maybe why. I think for me, I don't. I'm not a big superhero movie person to begin with. I'm really like just oh, I'm so tired of the Marvel and the DC like. I'm burnt out on it. I don't want to see any more superhero movies. Maybe, like, this will be a breath of fresh air, but, like, it's, I, I don't know, like, I just, I'm i am tired. I'm so tired of superhero movies. It's not a bad take because, actually, we could look this up, but
0: um, when did the wave really start happening for superhero movies? It was, like, probably like 2012. Oh, I thought it was earlier than Maybe that. Maybe
1: earlier. That's, that's, uh...
0: It's earlier, but what I'm saying, I guess, to your point, I think the first Incredibles came out when it wasn't the market wasn't that saturated. Yeah, it was like 2007, right. 2000, yeah, know, somewhere in there, right? Um, whereas now, you're right. Maybe people are burnt
1: out. 2004 like was the first Incredibles. Yeah, was exactly. the Marvel wave probably didn't start until like I'm gonna guess like 2008, 2009. Exactly. It's like when it started. I, would say I was it picked thinking, up in 2012, and I'd say it really like came into its own in like 20 like.
0: When was the 14. the original like the Amazing Spider-Man?
1: Oh, I I, I don't know
0: because I feel like that was the when it started. They rebooted it in the comics as The Amazing Spider-Man, and then the first movie came out, like the
1: Spider-Man movie. 2012. It was 2012? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man 2012. Maybe it's just Spider-Man. Wait, are you thinking what? about the one with to- Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that one. That's not The Amazing Spider-Man? No, no. That's just, that's, that's just...
0: Oh, that's right, because it was Ultimate Spider-Man was the comics. Spider-Man and then that was rebooted as just Spider-Man?
1: Oh, hold on, hold on. Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Oh, I'm we, looking it up. I always should have done this before. We
0: look like casuals. I'm so sorry. 2002. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? So 2002, the market's not that saturated with comic stuff yet. Yeah. But it really starts to take off, and that's basically all we yeah. have now.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, Incredibles 2. I'll probably go see it. Looks fine. No.
0: Yeah, sounds um, good. Whatever. All right. You want to give a recommendation for next week? Nah. All right. Well, we're,
1: again, we're super off. I think I'll, I think for like our next couple of episodes, I am going to guess for like the next couple of months we're going to be a little off cuz we we're traveling. It's summertime. Um, and we're we're recording on weird schedules. Everything's a little bit everything's a little bit mixed up right now.
0: And here's the other thing that's kind of strange is that like both of us kind of off air have been giving casual recommendations anyways yeah so the awkward thing is that we're still giving recommendations but it's just not recorded yeah 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 but we've got a list of, of episodes we want to do and all that stuff so. and if you
1: would like to see that list you can uh, give you can give us money on patreon that's right yeah <laughs> uh, so
0: yeah certainly subscribe on patreon you get access to all sorts of important content uh, kind of bonus stuff.
1: Please um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really genuinely helps. Like, it does. If you can give us a review, it would be awesome. Uh, yep. We would really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you can email us at residualculturepodcast at gmail.com.
0: That's right. And find us on all the social media. The Facebook group is probably the most active, but yeah. it's just Residual Culture Podcast. I, I, I'm trying to be more active on the Twitters and the, the Instagrams. Yep. But uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, our music again comes from uh, People with Bodies. The song is Finder. Yeah. And this has been Residual Culture. I'm Joey Lovato. And I'm Ben Bergenby. Get into it.
1: Optimism.